So what it is, saints, tonight, it's simply coming to agreement according with God and his word. It's very simple. I believe sometimes we get so spiritually minded, we become too complicated. We make the word too complicated for our lives because we reach for more revelation when uh, many times it's just at the surface. You don't have to go deep. The word of God is very explanatory. Amen. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm asking that the anointing that you give so graciously will, will be upon this message tonight. And that as it goes out to live and in this sanctuary, that the Holy Spirit, the, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, will find its way to bring us to a full understanding of what this means, how it's applied, and how it can and should be applied to our lives today. Not only in past uh, uh, past uh, scriptures or uh, Old Testament times, but in a new covenant, in a new testament time, for us today as a generation called to you, for you, and by you. And all of God's people say, Amen, Amen, and Amen. Okay, definition for agreement. It, it, it explains itself as being harmony or accordance in options or feeling. It, it explains how when you agree, uh, uh, agree aligns with, the, with a position or resulting of agreeing. Amen? It also explains itself as being negotiated and typically binding arrangement between parties as to, call, as to a course of action. Everything that Jesus prayed, everything that Jesus did came as a course of action. He was in agreement always in agreement with Father and the Holy Spirit. The three in one agreed with one another. Amen. And the Bible says, Jesus teaches us that all it takes is two people to agree upon touching any one thing, and it will be done for them. It will be done for them by the Father, which is Him. See, you're already in alignment. I said you're already in alignment because you're coming in agreement. All right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke. Oh. Coming to agreement, uh, uh, it means to, to come into accord or to give or grant someone something, all right? So I want to give you three things that the Word of God explains and describes how when we come into an agreement of what Jesus said, we become engaged. We become recipients of what he says. Don't look at me like that. All right. Luke, I want to talk to you. This is so powerful. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19. This is what Jesus says to his disciples, and it still applies to our lives today as modern-day disciples. Come on. Luke 10, 19. Jesus says, Behold, I give you what? Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Somebody help me here. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. He brings us into a place of status. 1 Peter 2, 9. He says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Come on, my brothers and sisters in the faith. A roy this is what God, Jesus agrees upon. We become a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that we should show forth the praises of him who what? What does he do? He's called us out of darkness. He's brought us into his marvelous life. Then he goes on to give us recognition in 1 Peter 2.29. He says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a nation, a peculiar people, 
that you should show forth the praises of whom, him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Saints, an agreement is composed. It's designed as a contract. Somebody say contract. The Bible tells us that it's a binding agreement from the word of God. It is also a covenant arrangement. God has made an arrangement for us to be part of his covenant promises. It's a, a binding contract. It's a, an agreement is composed, is designed as a contract, a binding agreement, excuse me, from the word of God. It is a covenant arrangement. It's a pledge. It's a bond. It's a vow. It's a commitment from God himself. In Matthew 18, 19, we stand on this scripture every service. Again, Jesus says, he repeats himself. He says, just as a reminder, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they shall ask... And tonight we're going to ask you to ask God for something. It says, it shall, it will be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. And God is very specific in his word when he tells us to agree. You know, and Brother Michael, I sound like a Puritan. I love to pray as to prophesy, and I love to prophesy as to pray. Because when I do, Holy Spirit comes in alignment with his word, and God provides with me for the things that I'm asking him for. This is God's concern in our ways of making a vow to him. Let me gather my thoughts here. He says, if a man makes a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by some agreement, somebody say agreement, he shall not, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. When God makes a vow with us, come on. When we make a vow unto God, hallelujah. In, in Matthew 18, 19, Jesus himself, he vowed to his disciples with the word that came out of his mouth that he would not break his word. He himself as God, Jesus as God and his word. And, and do according to all that proceeds, come on, that proceeds out out of his mouth. We always go back in the speaking of God's word. Look what happened in Genesis 1-1. When God said, hello, when God said, let there be light, Holy Spirit comes upon that word and he what? Creates light. All right? Hallelujah. The word proceed means to begin and continue as a course of action. So when we agree with the word of God, amen, he proceeds, somebody, he proceeds to bring and continue in a course of action to provide us with every spiritual blessing and monetary blessing, not only in, in the finances, uh, in, the, in the gifts of God, but also in our body, in health. And sometimes somebody's going to get it tonight. Somebody's going to get a touch of God in your body tonight. Hallelujah. It's a decision-making process that begins and ends with an agreement between two individuals. Now, often you've heard Brother Michael say, I'll be at home, and my wife's not at home, there's nobody around. And in a moment, I need, I need someone to agree with me in a situation. Hello? In conversation. Something I need at the moment. I simply turn to the Holy Spirit. We come into agreement. He'll agree with me according to the Word of God. If it's outside the bounds of God, then there's, there's a question there. But when it comes to the Word of God, and, and uh, I ask Holy Spirit to agree with me, He's going to line up. That's his job. I said, that's his job. 
to bring about into our lives the things we're asking God for. Somebody. So, big question tonight. Those of you that are here and online. Are you ready to indulge? To become involved? Watch this. To enjoy the pleasures of agreeing in prayer? Come on. Are you ready for this? That came from the heart of the Father. All right. So, so right now, we're going we're gonna to fortify, strengthen, to reinforce the power of prayer through an agreement. Amen. If we can get the scripture, John 15, 20, up on the, the screen. And those of you who have your Bibles, you want to read from your Bible or you want to read on the screen, let's hear what, let's uh, listen. You know, and say, I, I throw this out to you because we are prophetic ministry. And I, I just emphasize this so much. When you have the Word of God, when you have the locals in front of you, you can read it silently. But when you begin to read it out loud, you begin to prophesy. Come on, you begin to declare the Word of God out of your mouth. And do you think the Holy Spirit is sitting there twiddling his fingers? As soon as you release that out of your mouth, he's on his job, man. He's ready. He's ready to fulfill that in your lives. Amen. So as we read tonight, understand you are prophesying. By speaking the word of God, you are prophetically releasing the word of God out of your mouth. All right? John 15, 20. He says, I do not pray for these alone. And again, this is, this is the power of agreement. Listen, listen to what Jesus said and listen to what the Spirit of God. Uh, and then, yes, listen to what Jesus said and understand what the Spirit of God has done in this prayer of agreement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Jesus Praying to the Father, he's, he's making a petition that the Father would agree with him. Watch what happens. He says, I do not pray for these alone. He's talking to Abba, Daddy. But also those who will believe in me through their word. That they all may be one. As you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us look at the collective oh god look at the collective work here that the world may believe that you sent me this is a 100% guarantee a 100% agreement prayer between father son and the holy spirit come on verse 22 and the glory which you gave me what here's impartation oh my i, I just i'm ready to lay hands oh my god He says, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Come on, are you getting this? When you became born again, God imparted his glory into your life. You gave me, I have given them. That they may be one just as we are one. I and them and you and me. That they may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Verse 24, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am. Where, where is that? Seated at the right hand of the God. That they may behold my glory which you've given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. Here's the declaration, the prophetic release out of Jesus' mouth into his father. Listen how he speaks to his, his, his dad. He says, O righteous father. Come on, somebody. Oh, righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I've known you, and these have known that you sent me. 
and I have declared to them your name, and I will declare it that the love which you loved me may be in them and I in them. The love of God, saints, Romans 5. Let's get this. The love of God that's been shed abroad, where? In your hearts, by the Holy Ghost. Romans chapter 5. Somebody say agreement. All right, we're going to get you active. I'm going to ask you to stand up. Come on, Holy, Holy Ghost aerobics tonight. I'm going to ask you to stand up and place one hand on your head. See, you're all watching me. You're not listening. Everybody put their hand on their chest. Listen. Don't watch. Listen. Place your, <laughs> place your hand on your head and one on your heart. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we ask you, those of you that are in line, a hand on your head and a hand on your heart. So, Father, we ask you now that the release by revelation of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and knowledge, fill us tonight in our hearts and our op- and in our, in our uh, minds, that you would open up our minds and our hearts that we would receive the impact of this word of revelation that as we agree according to your word with you and one another the fulfillment a full manifestation of your glory and your love will be found in that what we're asking and all of God's people say amen amen and amen somebody give God praise come on all right you may be seated Hallelujah. Yeah. So, look, in, in every service God does this, he always takes us to his word and he'll back, he'll give us a message and he'll always back up his word or the message through his word. Amen. Pray for Brother Michael right because I'm, I'm, I'm speaking here, but I'm seeing what's taking place in the, in the spirit right now and y'all are going to get slapped. God's going to wreck us tonight. Come on. All right. Hey, you can ask my wife. I was ready at 3 o'clock to come over to the service, get into the sanctuary today. Come on. All right. Praise the Lord. All right. So the Bible says that Moses in the great exodus, God agreed to deliver the Israelites from a 400-year bondage to slavery. Exodus 6 and Exodus 13. In the book of Esther, the Jews were delivered. The Jews, in Esther, the Jews were delivered from an annihilation. Something to destroy utterly, to destroy, obliterate them as a religion, an ethnicity, and as a culture. No matter the cost of Esther's life. This is what Esther says. In spite of what she knew was taking place. She knew the plans of the enemy through the life of um, Mordecai. Not Mordecai, excuse me. From um, Haman. Hallelujah. Mordecai was Esther's uncle. So the plan and purpose that the, the enemy was going to use flesh and blood to the life of Haman. She knew all about it. But in spite of what God was asking her to do, she says, I'm going to do this for my people. 
And so she gives instructions to her uncle Mordecai. This is what it says in Esther chapter 4, verse 16. She says, go and go together, go and gather all the Jews that are present in Shisham and fast for me. Neither eat nor drink three days, nights, three days or three nights. I also in my and my handmaidens will fast likewise. And so I will, so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And she says, if I perish, I perish. But God has me on an assignment. And I'm going to agree what Jehovah is asking me to do. And I know that even if I perish, that word coming forth, the direction in that word of agreement will come to pass. Even if I perish, God's word will remain. And he will fulfill what he's asking me to do. Amen? So we see the correlation also in the power of agreement between Father, Abba, Jesus, his Son, and Holy Spirit. Listen, Saint, this is a dynamic trio. Now, I'm going to probably get notes on this or comments on this, but that's okay. Um, this dynamic trio of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The day you became born again, please get this. Oh, my God. The day you became born again, something miraculous took place. Of course, we receive our salvation, which is eternal. Come on. Eternal salvation. But God does something so miraculous. When we become born again, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit takes a little piece of themselves and places that little piece into our spirit man so that our spirit becomes alive unto him. And as he begins to speak to us, we begin to hear what he's saying. When he begins to reveal to us, he shows us things we understand that's from him. And right now, there's a lot of activity going on in the spiritual realm where many believers are confused. Is this the voice of God or is this not? But tonight, we've got a good word. We've got a sure word of prophecy. Tonight will be an impartation, and the Lord himself is going to scatter that enemy. This confusion in your mind, and there's going to become a, a resonating in your spirit, man, that when God speaks to you, you're going to know it's his voice. You won't have to question, maybe God, or maybe no. You're going to know that you know that you know it's God's voice speaking to you. Come on. We're in a place of spiritual acceleration in the spiritual realm and with the gifts of the Spirit upon our lives. I'm standing that. I speak it and I believe it because I see it happening every day, happening in my life, in the life of my wife, in the ministry of the Holy Spirit here at Genesis Upper Church. And to many of you who come in to receive a prophetic word, you see an acceleration, a divine order given to you by the Father himself. A clarity. Come on, a clarity in your mind. And I'll be honest with you. Oftentimes says, we say, we'll be transparent. About six months ago, you would, I was like a tennis ball in a tennis court. Really, in my mind. Getting hit back and forth. Is this God? Is this not a God? Is this God? Is this not a God? I'm telling you, it was a rough ride. But in the midst of it, I made a final decision not to listen to any other voice except the voice of God. We entertain. See, when we entertain those other voices, then we get all messed up in here. We get messed up in here. 
And we get messed up in here. Amen. But I prophesy to you by the Holy Ghost. Tonight, a clarity will come in. And you're going to know that you know that you know that you know. It's the voice of God speaking to you. It's simple. Again, the simplicity of a prayer of agreement. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And so God releases his word in this confirmation of this, to this prayer of agreement of a covenant. And the Bible talks about the old covenant, which was survived for its time and those generations. But how God brings us into a new covenant, ah, a better covenant than the previous covenant. Hebrews 8, 6 says, but now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry who Jesus by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant which was established upon what better promises Luke 22 20 likewise also the cup after supping supper saying this cup is the new testament or the new covenant in my blood which is shed on your behalf there's a powerful powerful release here tonight the concept to understand how God agrees with, how the, the triune of God agrees with another and brought forth a better covenant to the life of Jesus is somebody in the house. So the promises of God, in a, and again, as the prophets of God prophesy, this is why we emphasize, as a prophetic ministry, we emphasize the importance to prophesy. Speak the word of God. Release it out of your mouth. And although uh, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, God gives names of the prophets that were speaking, it's no different from your name in your life, that you too should prophesy. Come on, somebody. Come on. Hallelujah. The prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 31, 31 says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. We are spiritual Israel. And with the house of Judah. Hebrews 8, 8. For finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days will come, says the Lord, Well, I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Hebrews 8, 13. In that, he says, a new covenant. Somebody say new covenant. He, come on, say new covenant. Listen, there's a, there's a fire of God burning in you right now. I, I highly recommend, strong as just, when we ask you to say this, say it with passion. Let it come out of your spirit like you know that you know that it's true. Okay. Somebody say a new covenant. New covenant. There you go. He has made, with, made the first old. Now that which decays and waxed old is already to vanish away. Hebrews 12, 24. And to Jesus, woo! the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. All right. Hebrews 8, 6. But now has he obtained a more excellent ministry. By how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant which was established upon, come on, upon what? Better promises. Saints, to a better covenant and agreement. Oh, my God. I, we we got to get this. If you allow the Holy Spirit and ask him to bring revelation on this, this concept of agreement, it will change your life. 
It will change the way that you ask God for things. It will change the way that you come into prayer with somebody. It will change the way that you prophesy to somebody. It will change the way that you would speak a word of knowledge into their lives. It will change the way when you go to lay hands on somebody with an expectancy, knowing that you're agreeing with God in his word. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. That it will be established and it will manifest in their lives. The Bible tells us that through a better covenant, this new covenant, an agreement, a believer becomes heirs, successors, one who inherits and receives their salvation, Romans 8, 17. And if we are children, anybody here, a child of God, then the Bible says, the agreement of God's word says, you become heirs with God. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ Jesus, if indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified, that we also be glorified with him. Grab, get a hold of this one. Come on. Put some toothpaste on your toothbrush and start to scrub. Listen what God's saying. If we indeed we suffer with him, so that we also may be glorified with him. We may also be glorified with him. Now that if we are children, then we are heirs with God and heirs of God with, and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. If indeed we share with the sufferings in order that we also may share in his glory. God wants to share his glory with us. He wants us to share in his glory in this earth. Heirs, our successors, beneficiaries, inheritors are that all that God has to offer. Out of the miraculous divine order from the heart of the Father, something is established in this new covenant practice. The Bible says that if you confess Jesus as Lord, watch this, and believe in your heart God has raised him from the dead, you are guaranteed eternal salvation to live in his presence throughout eternity. A believer's salvation, what does the Bible say about the plan of salvation? Watch this. Hear this. The plan of salvation refers to a way of coming to faith. I got to download on this today. Coming to faith in Jesus Christ as Savior. Individuals may take different journeys to come to a realization that they need. Come on. That they need salvation. But the way of salvation is the same for all. It's the same for all. The Bible is clear that the source of salvation is Christ Jesus alone. And watch this. And although we have faith, we have carnal faith, the Holy Spirit is, is able to take and move upon that carnal faith. Watch this. It's the Holy Spirit himself who directs us, directs an individual to use faith, to use faith to receive our salvation. Come on. Even before you're born again, that, 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 that faith that's in us, that innate gift of faith that's in us, Holy Spirit will use that and supernaturally invite you into place to put that faith, which is not yet supernatural, but to put that faith into action to where we receive salvation. See, it's all part, saints. It's all part of God's plan to bring humanity to be saved.
Saints, every promise of God begins with an well, begins with the agree, with agreement. Every promise of God begins with a, an agreement. I'm going to do this right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister, come on, come on over here. I want to agree with you tonight. Because you're all going to go to work here tonight. What would you like me to agree with you tonight for? You don't know. Anything at all? Something. Anything. From the simplest to the biggest. Let me, let, let's put your faith into, into place here tonight. What is something that you know you need that man cannot provide for you? All right. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, impartation, a clarity of mind, a, yes, a, a sounding of, of her ear to be inclined to your voice, to ask for her to ask you, even, even those things that the enemy has kept camouflaged that might be in secret, we ask you to bring them out right now in Jesus' mighty name, that she can agree according to your word, and that as she agrees according to your word, you will cause it to manifest in her life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen? Amen. And I've so we, we apologize for putting you on the spot, but anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll agree with you tonight, okay? All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's get somebody else up on the team. Come here, brother. Come on. Hallelujah. Hey, we're in a safe place. Come on. You're in a safe place. You're in your father's house. Amen. What would you like me to agree with you upon? For your daughter. Okay. All right. We don't need to know the details. God knows your daughter. You know your daughter. And you know what the need is. Amen. Let's go to work. Yes. Don't make me come out there. Let's go to work. Extend your hands forward here. Let's agree with brother. Father, in the name of Pachanza. Father, in the name of Jesus. We can ask your daughter's name. What's your daughter's name? Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we simply come into agreement according to your word to what uh, is being asked for, for, uh, for Jasmine right now. That your word being foreknown in the agreement of prayer, that which is in your, your son's heart, we partake of that agreement right now. That whatever the need is in Yasmin's heart, Lord, or in her life right now, will manifest because of the glory of God and the love of God you have towards Yasmin and towards, what's your first name, bro? Frank. Uh, uh, towards Frank as well, in Jesus' mighty name. And Father, let this tonight be an example. Those of you that are watching online, let this be an example of the simple activation as declaring God's word to agree, to agree according to the word of God. When two or more, when two or more, Jesus said, it shall be done for them by their Father which is heaven. So, Father, we thank you and we give you praise in this word, in this release, in Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people say, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you for coming up, brother. Hallelujah. All right. Going to give you a couple examples, and then we're going to get you to become active, active in, in the service here tonight. Those of you online as well. The deliverance of Israel from bondage of, of, of bondage from the principality over Egypt came as a result of a prayer of agreement. The three Hebrew children out of the fiery furnace came into agreement. And from that agreement, not one hair on their head was singed. Read it. Even to the concept of the feeding of 5,000 when Jesus prayed over the, the five, five loaves and the, the two fishes. He agreed with the Father that there would be a multiplication, 
that out of five loaves and two fishes, uh, he would feed, oh, feed over 5,000 men, not including the women and children. Read it in the Bible. Power of agreement. Come on, the power of agreement. The lame men at the temple, Jesus came up and said, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to walk? How long was he, was he there? 38 years. All he needed was a pastor for one person to come up to agree with him. One person. And he would have been made whole. The centurion service, ser- servant, hallelujah. The centurion's servant. Jesus is on the road. Comes up. Servant meets, uh, the centurion meets Jesus on the road. Asks him, come to his house. Jesus said, no. Uh, he says, come to my, uh, let me come to your house. And the, the centurion says, you don't have to come to my house. I know you're a man of authority. And all you've got to do is say that he will be whole, and he'll be whole. Read it. You know the story there. Amen? Us as a modern-day church, the ecclesia, we go back to the history of the Bible. Look what happens. Joel prophesies how many years before the Pentecost. But because they were in agreement, God, uh, God used Joel to prophesy that in the last days I would pour out my spirit upon all flesh, that your sons and your daughters would prophesy, your old men would dream dreams, and young men would have visions. Amen? I don't know what category I fall in that because those, both of those things happened to me. But anyway, praise the Lord. All right. So the day of Pentecost, the fulfillment of the infilling of the Holy Spirit upon the life of 120. Because they followed, they came into agreement of what Jesus said. He said, just go, go to Jerusalem, get in that upper room. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And you will see a demonstration of my power upon the lives. Read it. Come on. It's all based on agreement. Come on. All based on agreement. And we've got to get, get, get about thinking that, okay, it was in those times then. It's still prevalent for now. Come on, it's, it's ready for now, ready for our lives now. Come on, saints. Mary's agreement that she, would con- that she was chosen by the Father of glory to conceive in her womb a child to be born. One who would be called Jesus, the Christ, anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. And so Mary, the Bible says in, in, in Luke 1.38, Mary says, Behold, the handmaiden Lord. Be it unto me. She comes into agreement. Be it unto me according to thy word. She conceives in a womb. A child to be born. The Christ. Each one of these events. Each action manifested. Was shown plainly in the sight of men and women and children. To be observed and to be the witness of God's love and power in their lives. And each one of you. Come on, each one of you, your agreement for your eternal salvation came to pass because you confessed with your mouth and agreed in your heart that Jesus is Lord of your life. Within everyone, come on, saints, come on, hallelujah. The confession, look what happens. You came into agreement according to the word of God and you received eternal salvation. Something man cannot give you. Man could not give it to you. But this God we serve, Yahweh, Yah. Yah, God, Yahweh, Jehovah, the uncreated one, purposes a plan to, re- to redeem salvation uh, for the redemption of our souls. Amen. He comes with a plan for, for salvation. So with everybody standing, come on, told you, come on, with everyone standing, 
Understand, we're going to bless God tonight because of what he's done. He's given us our eternal salvation. And so often, saints, when I'm reading the word of God, I, I get the, the Holy Spirit gets a hold of me. And begins to explain, explain to me that sometimes I neglect the simple things that are of God, but yet they are of God and they are holy. And they are eternal. Amen. For those of you here tonight, because of your salvation, those of you that are alive, I'm going to ask you to lift your hands to heaven right now. Lift your hands to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And open your hearts wide, giving thanks to God for your eternal salvation. Go ahead. Let's just give, begin, give God praise, saints. Come on. For your eternal salvation. Come on. Become active here tonight. You've already agreed. You've already agreed. Your confession. Your confession has given you eternal salvation. Those of you that are live streaming right now. Father, we give you praise. We declare your word of sovereignty, your righteousness, your holiness over our lives to the life of your son. We are thankful. We are grateful, O oh God, that we become stewards of this, this plan of salvation that you've given us through our confession because we came into agreement according to what your word says. So we stand here today in your presence under the shadow of your glorious throne, declaring we are heirs with God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, called to be those men and women that you called us to be, your sons and daughters. And we give, oh my God. Come on, talk to him. Talk to him, saints. Let him know what's in your heart towards him. Let him know what's in your heart for him because of what his son did 2,000, 2000 years ago. Jesus, come on. That we, would, we should neglect such a great salvation. Come on. If you have nothing else to do for the rest of your life to fulfill your spiritual destiny, you can do that just giving him praise for your, your salvation. Sick, I don't know who this is for, but somebody, you need to give him praise for your deliverance right now. What he delivered you from. He took you out of darkness and brought you into his marvelous light. Somebody needs to give God praise in this house right now for the healing in your body, healing in your mind, healing in your soul. I see four people here who the enemy came in predetermined to bring, uh, bring you to a demise, an early death. But God intervened. God intervened on your behalf. Jesus. Jesus. And we can prophesy today by saying, for this cause was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy, destroy the works, destroy the assignments uh, uh, towards God's people. Somebody. We can't stop praising him. We cannot stop thanking him. In the spirit, there's an activation taking place in somebody's gut right now, in your spirit right now. You've been asking God to, to bring an activation of, of, of that request that you made. He's activating that right now in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Come on, there's 
salvation in the house tonight. There's deliverance in the house tonight. There's healing in the house tonight. There's provision in the house tonight. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. And we're not here trying to get you all excited and all that stuff. We're not here. We just simply uh, declare the, the purpose of praising God for what he's done, what he has done, what he is doing, and what he's about to do in our lives. In Jesus' name. Okay, you may be seated. So here's a question. How is it a believer can believe God for one thing? but not yet another thing. How is it we can believe for something that's miraculous in receiving our salvation, right? That's miraculous. It's supernatural. But yet we can't believe God for a small thing to happen in the natural realm. Sometimes the smaller things are acceptable because there's a logic that takes place in our spirit man. But when God takes us all the way to the other end, of the pendulum and God wants us to agree for something that only he can provide for what's the difference See, what, what, what's the blockage it's a spirit of doubt operating in our mind it, the, that spirit brings unbelief what's, atop, what's on top of the, the doubt and unbelief it's a spirit of fear Come on, it's the enemy working in that area, putting fear in our minds that if we ask God and he doesn't do it, then God's not true to his word. What follows the fear brings doubt. Eh, I'm going to quit. I can believe God for that, but I can't believe God for this. Come on, somebody. Tonight, God's going to move. I said, he's going to move. He's in the move. He is the move. Amen? Amen. For anyone who's online and those of you that are in the sanctuary right now, you've been challenged in your mind. Where you know in your heart of hearts that if you ask God for something, he'll do it. But there's been a blockage. There's been an active spirit operating against your mind. A spirit of fear to bring doubt and unbelief. If that is you, I'm going to ask you to stand up. If that is you online right now, give us a thumbs up. Because I want to pray into you. We got one, we got two, we got three, four. Come on. Don't sit back. Don't let this moment pass. Four, five, six. Come on. So the reality is y'all should be standing, but that's okay. That's your choice. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, and I'm standing first. Come on, I'm standing here first. Father, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I declare your word. I come into agreement with your word that you said, whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we find to be unlawful in the earth, uh, Lord, Lord, unlawful in heaven is unlawful in the earth. Therefore, you've given us authority to come into agreement with you tonight based on your word. To bind the spirit of fear cast it out for your word says you've not given that spirit a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind come on son come on saints and we speak to every spirit of doubt 
We prophesy to every spirit of unbelief. And in the name of Jesus, we command you to depart from us now. Get out. Loose yourself. Everything associated with you, networked with you. Maraka, that has been an effect on our, our lives of making a choice to believe God. In the name of Jesus, we renounce you. We reject you. And we forbid you from operating against us anymore in Jesus' mighty name. If that prayer is for you, give God praise. Come on. <clears throat> and we're going to wrap this up. The prayer of agreement. Somebody say agreement. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, Jesus says, With things whoever you desire when you pray, believe, 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 believe that you receive them and you shall have them. John 1, 12. But as for as many as received him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe. Come on, that believe. Come on, there's an activation for belief right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Mark 16, 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. The agreement of prayer is a sign. And it will manifest in your life. These signs shall follow them, believe. In my name. Ah, Arabaka. What did we just do? We just cast out the enemy. He says, in my name shall they cast out devils and they shall speak with new tongues. Because they believe. If you believe. If you believe. My, what are you asking God for? What are you coming to agreement with? You can't just uh, uh, believe God for something. Ask and come into agreement and then forfeit what you just asked for by not believing. Come on. It's a spiritual law written by the finger, index finger of God even before he created the heavens and the earth. If you believe. Saints and, and Pastor Fred was emphasizing this the last two Sundays. Believers can no longer just read the word of God. We have to study the word of God. We have to memorize the Word of God. We have to understand the Word of God by the Spirit of Revelation. Amen? Believers can no longer just read the Word of God and, uh, and let their lives pass them by. It cannot just be a storybook. It is an active work established by the Father Himself to be put into our hands. That as we've been, we've been called to be His sons and daughters, we become active with His Word. They must adhere, stick fast to believe, and follow the practices of the Word of God. And believing in your heart, what God says, what the Word of God says, it will do it. It will happen. It says, it will happen. Karamosi. Okay. Okay. A footnote was just dropped onto this pad and it's not even written on here. <laughs> turn to somebody right now. I want you to turn to somebody and make this confession. Come and do agreement with them by saying, I believe what God's word says will happen for me. I believe what God's word says for you will happen to you as you agree. 